Well, clap your hands and lift up your voice once again. The Lord is certainly working in this service. Psalms chapter 29 and verse 3. That monitor sounds great. Uh, Whatever that level is, is fantastic. Thank you. Psalms 29 and verse 3. I'll read verses 3 through 8. Honored to have all of you here, especially our guests. We welcome you here to the river. We're alive in the river. Amen. I've read from this before, preached from it before, and um, uh, I've preached about the voice of the Lord. I'll touch on that. But the voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thundereth. The Lord is upon many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is powerful the voice of the Lord is full of majesty the voice of the Lord breaketh the cedars yea the Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon he maketh them also to skip like a calf Lebanon and Syrian like a young unicorn the voice of the Lord divideth the flames of fire in verse 8 the voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness the Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh One translation says this of verse 8. The voice of the Lord shakes the desert. The voice of the Lord shakes the desert. My subject here for just a few moments, and I'm just kind of meandering through the word. I don't don't know if I have a lot of um, notes that are really on point, but I just want to bring to you my heart when all things are shaken. I want to preach to you about when all things are shaken. Let's lift up our voices and our hearts to the Lord right now. Father, we come before you. Oh, your word's already anointed. Move upon us. Speak to us with your word. Give you the praise and the glory. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Well, you've been praising. Do a little bit more of it. Come on, praise him one more time. Lift up his name. Hallelujah. Thank you. God bless you. You may be seated. Thank you. And uh, and again, I'm reiterating, it's just so wonderful to have uh, more of you wonderful sheep here with us today. And uh, excited about great things. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 27. And this word yet once more signifieth the removing. My dad ingrained this verse in me. The removing of those things that are shaken as of things that are made. That those things which cannot be shaken may remain. One translation says this. The words once again clearly show us that everything that was created will be destroyed, destroyed, that is. Everything that was created will be destroyed, that is. The things that can be shaken, the things that can be shaken, and only what cannot be shaken will remain. Only what cannot be shaken will remain. The Lord is shaking this planet. He is, he is shaking this planet. I'm not preaching today that this plague is from God. I don't believe that. 
But I believe that the Lord allows things to happen. And he's still all powerful. He can do and stop and make whatever decision he wants to. He's a sovereign God. He's an omniscient God. But the, the, uh, there are spirits and there are situations that are running rampant in this earth. And the Lord is just kind of standing back and watching it take place. The Lord works in mysterious ways. He has it all under control. This world has turned into a spiritual desert. It didn't do it just last night. It did it quite a few years ago when they took prayer out of the schools. It happened a few years ago when the Roe the row versus Wade uh, judgment came forth. And now we're uh, aborting millions of children in our country. It happened just a, four, a, sh- a few short years ago when we sanctioned uh, <clears throat> marriage between two women and two men. That's an abomination unto the Lord. I got a right to say it. I got a freedom of speech. And I'm going to preach the word. And then go ahead and take me to jail and I'll preach it there too. Because this world is being shook and rotted to its core. <clears throat> Our government is shaking. Our society is shaking. Our physical and our health is being shaken. It's not just in this country. It's in the world. It is a dry place. It is a spiritually dry place in which this country, amen, is gotten to. And I want to proclaim that I believe that everything that can be shaken will be shaken And the things that are connected to something solid like the church of the living God that is built upon the rock Christ Jesus. Amen. That is built upon the rock. I don't know what you're connected to, but I'm connected to something solid. It's the church. It's the prayer. Amen. It is a one God apostolic doctrine. I am connected to the rock Christ Jesus. It's a solid rock. It's not a shifting foundation. This isn't something that is built on sinking sand, but it is built on the solid rock Christ Jesus. And when the shifting takes place, the church is is going to stand in the end time hour. Would you clap your hands if you believe what I'm preaching? Amen. Amen. When things begin to shift and when things begin to uh, shake, uh, I begin to think in this message and just, uh, uh, I don't know, a um, uh, unique application to what I preach to you today is that the, the greatest natural loss of life, natural disaster that ever hit our country was back in the early uh, 1900s when when the uh, earth, or excuse me, the uh, hurricane hit Galveston, Texas and lost what was calculated as over 5,000 people died because there was no warning and nobody really knew that it was coming. And so that took place. You can Google it, read about it. Uh, But now we're in a better place where we know where a lot of things are coming. Uh, we can't get it completely on point, but for the most part, 
if a hurricane is coming, I think there's a tropical storm. If it's not hit, it's headed this way. And we begin to watch that. And we pray for people uh, in those areas of our country uh, that are uh, subjected to uh, these types of uh, atrocities, natural disasters. Uh, but we still know that it's coming. So they evacuate out of Florida, out of Texas, Louisiana, wherever it may be. We have to set up and try to make sure that we're right. And then uh, even uh, tornadoes, uh, uh, we can't get it completely right, but for the most part, we save a lot of lives because we'll uh, send off a siren or so, or so forth, and we can get out of the way of a lot. And I had a, a unique thought, kind of a carnal thought, but, uh, you know, um, in the summertime, sometimes the church is all over. I'll go out by myself and uh, I'll run out on the golf course and just kind of enjoy the outside. And so one day, this is about four or five years ago, there was a band of rain that was across our state of Indiana, and it was a solid green band, and it was going nowhere. Are we all on the same page? And I, I noticed that this band of rain uh, it, all the way over to Illinois, and it, it was going to last the entire day, but the band of rain about 15 miles north of here, there was no rain. And so I was like, well, I'm not putting up with this. I'm going to try to enjoy this day. So I got my truck and threw my clubs in the back of my truck, and I drove out of the rain up to Marion, jumped on the golf course in clear day, played the, in a couple hours, put my clubs back in, and drove back home in the rain again. Drove out of the rain, had my fun, and drove back in the rain. So you can kind of get out of the way. You know, you can, uh, unless it's just a terrible situation, you can kind of maneuver and you can begin to escape natural disasters or whatever particular uh, th that the nature is bringing, except when it comes to an earthquake. Unless you're really rich and there's a helipad on top of your house uh, or you're close to an airport with your little plane, uh, you cannot escape an earthquake. Once it starts shaking, everything's going to shake. Amen. Once the earthquake hits, uh, if your house is in the zone, it's going to shake. It doesn't matter what neighborhood, doesn't matter where you are, everything is going to shake. And so in the in this end time, everything is going to shake. But my point is this. When the church begins to shake, it's a different type of shaking. What It's unique. I can't, I can't explain it. But what goes on outside these doors is a dry desert shaking, that the voice of the Lord is shaking. But when the Lord begins to speak to the church, it's not dry. I don't know if I can explain that. But when it's not raining on the outside, spiritually it's going to rain on the inside everything is going to shake and the church is in the midst of the shaking but the difference is and I'm repeating myself is the church is connected to something solid and so when it all begins to shake whenever all oh, come on somebody we all go into the same public schools and the same we're in the midst of we're all wearing masks here today when the whole things begin to shake God is saying to the church, uh, just grab a hold of the railing. Uh, I'm still God and I'm still sitting on the throne uh, and I've not left uh, and I'm not shaken. Uh, you're connected uh, to something solid. Uh, church, if you hold on, uh, when the shaking begins to take place, uh, there's a revival coming. Uh, I said there's a revival coming. Uh, God's about to do something uh, in this end time hour. Would you clap your hands if you believe it? Hey, man. 
Amen. And I challenge the church. I challenge the church, and I would feel that it's not easy to do because we're living on the precipice, right on the brink of the coming of the Lord. But I challenge you that are here today, and I highly doubt, I I would think that there would be very few people that I'm preaching to. But just be careful. You don't want to get into that dry place. You don't want to get into that prayerless, that, that prayerless place, that spotty church attendance place. My mother hasn't been here for weeks. I can trust, I, I can assure you the rapture takes place and we all make it. She gonna be up there. Just trust me. She gonna be there. Hallelujah. But she hasn't been able to come to church and a lot of people can't come and I understand that. And we've instructed her to, uh, uh, to stay home for right now. Why? Because everything's being shook. Amen. There's a shaking going on. But whatever you do, hold on and don't get dry because the Lord's going to shake the desert. That dry place is no good. That dry place is not the place to be. And if you start getting dry, get back in the church, get back in the rain and pray through once again. Oh, come on, somebody. There's a shaking that's coming. I said there's a shaking that's coming. But I believe that in the midst of the shaking, revival is coming. Clap your hands if you believe it. In between the Old and the New Testament, 400 years of silence, 400 years without a prophet, 400 years without a word, without a miracle, amen, 400 years, no move, no voice, nothing, nada, zero, nothing for 400 years, 400 years of spiritual desolation. 400 years of spiritual silence. But all of a sudden, a voice came out of the wilderness and said, Prepare ye the way of the Lord and make his path straight. I indeed baptize you with water, but there's one that's coming after me. I'm not even worthy to unlatch at his shoes. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. What John the Baptist might as well could have said, and I don't want to put... I don't want to put words in John the Baptist's mouth, but in other words is what he's saying. I know that it's been dry. I know that it's been desolate, but you need to repent for your dryness and you better get ready because one is coming like you've never seen before and he's going to shake this world. And did he ever shake it? Come on church. These are they that turn the world upside down. You are disciples of God. You are the followers of Christ and if he shook it and if they shook it it's time for the people of God to stand up and say I know it's dry outside but you gotta get ready because there is a move that's coming that's gonna baptize us it's gonna be Holy Ghost and fire oh clap your hands if you believe it This whole world is reeling and rocking. This whole world is shaking on its very foundation. Hey man, this whole world, oh, they better get ready. But I am the eternal optimist and I'm preaching about spiritual optimism here today that this whole world better get ready because in the midst of the turmoil, trouble and tribulation, God's about to shake this planet with revival. I'm not just preaching about America. I believe it's 
it's coming to Russia. I believe it's coming to India. I believe it's coming to China. And yes, I believe it's coming to every facet of the states of America. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. There's a revival coming. We're reeling and rocking. But God's about to pour out his spirit. Would you clap your hands if you believe it? It's coming. It's coming. The desert, it's dry. But the voice of the Lord is about to shake the desert. He's about to shake it with the rain. Not just regular rain. I feel the Holy Ghost. He's about to shake it with the former and the latter rain together. He's about to shake it. I feel rain coming. I feel it. I see it. I smell it. I know it doesn't look like much. It's just a little river church up on the corner with a few folks. But if I've got a cloud the size of a man's hand, you better get ready. Revival's about to take place. There's a shaking coming on and rain is coming. Would you clap your hands if you believe it? Let me tell you how it's coming. I appreciate your response. Let me preach to you how it's coming. I believe, amen, that it's coming through the pastor. I hope so. I hope I have a little bit of confidence in the guy. I know he's kind of worthless in some areas, but amen. But I would hope that it's coming through the pastor. Amen. I would hope that it's coming through the worship team. That's how it's coming. I believe it's coming through prayer and it's coming through fasting. I believe it's coming through music and structure and outreach and things like alive in the river. I believe it's going to come and the Lord's going to move on the media. I won't preach to this. I'm all over the place. And by the way, I got things lined up. If y'all just hold on to my coattail, I hope I hope I'll lead us in some areas. We're going to paint the church. I don't know. Nine people are excited about painting the church. Maybe the rest of y'all like that spotty stuff that's all over. We're going to paint the church. We're painting the church October the 5th. There we go. So it's coming. We're going to, I'm excited about doing some things. We're trying to get the black tie. We're going to do all of it. We're going to get it taken care of. We're going to make it appealing, amen, to people. And we're going to get back on track. But all that going on, let me tell you, it's coming. It's going to come primarily. The revival is coming from the voice of the Lord. Woo! Ah, it's one thing to have a pastor preaching. It's one thing to have a music team. It's one thing to have a nice setup and good landscaping and a presentable church but it's another thing with the voice of the Lord begins to speak to the church I'm not talking about any voice I'm not talking about a political voice I'm not talking about a voice from a woman or a man I'm talking about the voice of God it is an all powerful voice and when his voice speaks to the church you better get ready something's going to take place I'm glad that I'm a part of a Pentecostal church that We've got the gifts of the spirit in operation uh, with tongues and interpretation uh, and the gifts of prophecy. I want God to speak. Uh, I want his voice to speak. Uh, I want his voice to be poured out on the church. Uh, clap your hands uh, if you believe what I'm preaching. Oh, come on, somebody. Speak, Lord. Hey, uh, speak, Lord. Uh, I want to hear your voice. Uh, I want your voice to move on this we need a revival clap your hands and give him praise if you would 
Somebody say everything is shaking. Everything is shaking. Hallelujah. Anybody ever been in a place that's, that's been shaken before? I've never been in an earthquake. Except one time when we had one here. It was horrible. It rumbled the bed a little bit. And uh, we all survived. Hallelujah. And Justin Wallen texted me and said, Did you just feel the earthquake? I knew that we'd had it. I knew it was an earthquake. It was just, it rattled the windows and that was the end of that. But I've been in some places that have, that have been on the shaking side. I don't know if you could call it shaking. But I know one thing. I flew into Salt Lake City one time in 80 and 90 mile per hour winds in a jet plane flying in a commercial, obviously, jet. And it was a, it was a pretty sizable jet. When you're flying in 80 or 90 mile per hour winds, you feel like that you are sitting in a toy a Hot Wheel airplane. You are Ken and Barbie's next to you. And that plane is just everywhere. And listen, you feel helpless. Somebody help me out. I mean, it's like, I was like, oh boy. Hey, hell, Jesus name. Let's try to get this thing on the ground all over the place. Amen. Anybody ever been in a place things are shaken? I feel like things are just being tossed to and fro. But in the midst of the shaking, everything, everything is being shaken. Everything. And the devil is in on the act. He's in on shaking the bars of the jail. Come on. The devil's in on the act. He's doing his part to shake things. He's doing his part to mess things up. He knows his time is but short. He knows the clock is ticking. Amen. He knows knows that it's uh, he knows that he's enlarging his uh, territory and so the devil is working overtime I'm, I'm challenging the church with this point if you'll hang on with me and so the devil's trying to shake things uh, and God is shaking things uh, and he's going to shake it with revival uh, I'm coming to preach to the church uh, if things are being shook uh, and the devil is doing his part uh, I'm asking the church and I'm imploring the church and I'm trying to stir the church up here today to say hey what are we gonna do it's time for the church to quit dying amen and sleeping and it's time for the church to get on its feet and say you know what if they go ride in the streets for a cause then I'm gonna ride in the church with praise for my Jesus I'm gonna get up on my feet and I'm gonna shake the foundation of this place with praise if we'll praise him revival will come stand and Clap your hands and somebody give the Lord a mighty praise right now. Hallelujah. I don't want to be a man. I don't want to be accused of being standing dormant or being lackadaisical. Amen. I, I've preached this before and our wonderful sister Maddie and I appreciate her. Amen, the way that she allows the Lord to use her. And one day, I didn't come in the church for prayer. And uh, I came in the church for something, I don't want to say carnal, but business. Something to do in the sound booth, and I had to get something. And uh, I was back in the sound booth, and she was up here going to town. I mean, tossing devils all over this place. I was like, Lord, have mercy. I, I was ducking behind the sound booth. I don't know what was going to, just shaking the place with prayer. I'm ready for some prayer warriors. Some prayer warriors. I'm ready for some praisers. 
I'm ready for somebody to come into church and not be intimidated of who's in front of you or beside you or who's here or who's not here or if there's a mask on or not. I'm not going to let it inhibit my praise. I'm going to shake the foundation with praise. I don't know what you came to do, but I came to lift up the name of Jesus. We're Pentecostal. We're apostolic. God's not the God of the dead. He's a God of the living. And when I come to church, I'm going to praise him. Would you magnify and lift up the name of the Lord? Lord's allowing some things to shake. If the Lord's going to allow to shake the revival, and if the devil's going to do his part shaking, I'm on the Lord's side. Who's on the Lord's side? Stand up. <laughs> I'm on the Lord's side. Hey, you need to choose you this day who you're going to serve. You need to make a decision. We're having a showdown on Mount Carmel. Either you're going to keep following Baal and all the mess outside these doors, or you're going to get on the same page with a God that answers by fire. I don't know what you came to do, but I came to praise Him. I've come to be a part of revival. Clap your hands at somebody. Lift your hands. I'm done preaching. Lift your hands. I feel the Holy Ghost. Mm. 